This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 315 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show, Horsewomen in Paradise. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Our sponsors this week are RidingWarehouse.com and EasySignsOnline.com. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the stable, it's every week. They'll bring you the news through hail or hot water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. Sit on down and laugh till your poop Cause it's time again for Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop I am Glenda Geek And I'm Helena B And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show On the Horse Radio Network And I guess because we had our anniversary party last week That means we're heading into year seven yeah, you got the seven-year itch yet? Yeah. Uh, do, does that mean I get to trade you in for a new co-host? Is that what that hey. means? Or buy a new car? <laughs> One or the other. Set me free, baby. That would be okay. Or, or, or in our case, uh, maybe you get to trade somebody in for a new co-host. Oh, yeah. Yeah? yeah, yeah. yeah. Or buy a new car. <laughs> or buy a new car. One or the other. Well, I kind of have a new car, so... No, I'll stick with you. I'll All keep you. Right. You know, I have You're... this tendency of keeping my women, so... <laughs> 30 yeah, years with just... Jennifer, so, you know, you're stuck. <laughs> oh, you're a good doobie. And, uh, you know, I don't need a sports car, nor do I want one, so, I'm, you know, I never really had a midlife crisis, come to think about it. Well... I got to get on that. I, I'm, yeah. I'm 51. I'm very, I, is it too late? No, totally. Get, get, go, get, get busy. Get busy. <laughs> what do I do? I'm not allowed to trade my wife in. I don't nope. want a sports car, so what's left? I got a pony. How about a pony? How about a new wardrobe? How about a draft horse, a Percheron? No, how about a style makeover? Oh, God, that sounds like effort. Oh, my God. (laughs) Who wants to put that much effort into it? I sit at home all day. Who needs style? I'm on the radio. That's why I'm on radio and not video. All right. You know what? I don't need a style makeover. Sounds like a lot of excuses to me, but you have a unique opportunity to let loose a little bit. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So, come on. I'm getting a Florida tan. I have a Florida tan now. No, that's not going to do it. Go for the new car. (laughs) How about a uh, truck and a horse trailer? That Jennifer would like that better. You got a royal blue and yellow cart. I did. Okay. (laughs) I did, and you know because your version of a Ferrari. And thanks to the C4 people, the belt people, the you know the C4 belts, the really cool ones, they gave me a yellow belt with a blue buckle to match my cart. If that doesn't say midlife crisis, I don't know what does. <laughs> Only if I wear like yellow pants and a red shirt. That's coming next. That's coming next. Well, we are uh, we have some fun stuff planned for you on the show today, starting our seventh year. If you missed the anniversary edition, please go back and take a listen. Uh, we got a lot of good comments on it. People seem to enjoy it. We had about thirty callers total. That's pretty good. So, and that's uh, you can find it. Go to stablescoop.com. It's uh, it's last week's. Episode, episode number 314. We, we had a fun time. 
We we had a really fun time. And uh, got your daughter on, although she she kind of clammed up on. I know she totally choked. <laughs> she she's clammed like, up on me. I want to be on the show. I want to be on the show. Blah blah blah. And then she's like chitter chatting away. And then you put her down in front of the red fuzzy microphone, and that she's was like, it. Oh, "You see, you guys I couldn't tried. see it." Yeah, I know you just, you couldn't see it. She's like nodding her head and biting her lip. And I was like, oh, <laughs> poor thing. That's it. You're done. We're not doing this again. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, you know, we probably choked our first episode, too. So, yeah, but we kept going, didn't we? Yes. Yes. We'll have to work Stop on that. Us. We'll have to work on that. <laughs> well, we are going to talk to Jim Hutchinson, who is the founder of the American Horsewoman's Challenge. It's a competition that's coming up here in another uh, month or two. And it's really cool what they're doing with uh, 40 different horsewomen from around the country. So we're going to find out about that. We're going to have some on as we go down the ro- road here on the show with us. And uh, we got some fun ones lined up. And then uh, we're going to have Heather Fogarty on of uh, Horse Properties International talking about if we won the lottery, what horse property we would we want to buy. And she highlights them on her website. So we're going to get to dream a little in that segment. Oh, God. And then Tack and Habit coming up. Uh, I have a recording that I did with some very fun people from, at Ada uh, from Willie Bakery. And they're going to be on with us. And they, they were a trip. So we'll talk to them uh, a little bit later on in the show. But you got a new beast, uh, what, two weeks ago? Yes, yes, yes. We got a new beast here. He is a lovely senior um, Appaloosa gelding. His name is Calypso, and his nickname is Dog Dog because apparently he follows you around like a dog, and I, I haven't quite been able to bring myself to call him Dog Dog. Dog Calypso Dog is a horrible name for a horse. I know, but that's his name, you know, and he kind of came with it, and his owners are like, yeah, we can't really change it. So we call him Calypso. That is his name. I so. like Calypso. Yeah. I like Calypso. It's much so better than Dog Dog. Sounds like a rapper. I know. <laughs> dog, dog, dog. Does it. Well, you know, I do walk into the barn and I say, what up, dog? So it doesn't Yeah, you fit. can get away with that. You can get away with that. So he's good. He's, um, he's you know, a hundred and something years old, kind of like Zeke was. But um, he's probably, nobody really knows exactly how old he is. He's in his early 20s, probably. Um, healthy sound, fit, gentle, superbly trained, amazing personality, uh, just an all-around really good fella. He was a lesson horse and a camp horse, all those things that make you know a senior horse perfect for a family like ours right now. We're really, really happy to have him. And he's a free lease because his owner went off to college down in D.C. and they didn't know what they were going to do with him. So in exchange for taking good care of him, we get to ride him and have some fun with him. Well, she cer- uh, the owner certainly will not be bringing uh, that horse to D.C., that's for sure. <laughs> no, no. She is gonna be, she's going to be riding down there um, on her collegiate team. They have, I think they share a team. She's going to American University, and I think they share a team with um, maybe you, Maryland. I'm not sure. Anyway. No room for this guy down there. Um, he's happy here, and he looks just like Brody. Very, he does. I saw pictures, and he, it does look like you have bookends there. Yep. yep. I, as a matter of fact, from that picture, I couldn't tell which one was which. 
I am able to, it's like having twins, you know, I can look out my window from a distance and say who's, and see who's who. Um, Calypso, because he's older, has, well, I call it a sway back. Buck likes to say prominent withers. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I can always tell by the shape of their bodies. And plus, Brody's just like as big as a house right now. Prominent withers. I like that. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, prominent withers. For a sway back. So has Buck ridden uh, the horse yet? Buck has not been on Calypso. I have been on him, and Grace has been on him. Buck is going to get on this weekend because uh, Calypso is, he, he just arrived. So Buck's going to take his maiden voyage this weekend. Very good. Yeah, well, we're looking forward to it. And how does Brody taking this uh, addition to the family? Well, it's interesting because um, Calypso's owners had said that he'd, he's always been top dog <laughs> wherever he goes. Um, he's sort of risen to the head of the herd. And they fully assumed that he would take that position here at my house as well. And Brody was like, yeah, no, I'm the boss. So Brody chased him around for the first two days. And now they've settled into Brody's the boss and Calypso is second in command. Wow. Funny how that changes. (laughs) I know. In marriage and uh, horses. And, well, I I like to think that there should be equilibrium in these relationships. (laughs) Okay. So it means that I have to, because um, Calypso's much older than Brody, I need to feed him separately and make sure that he gets his buckets full of grain peacefully and quietly in his stall. So he gets locked in in the morning for about two hours. And he gets to eat his grain in peace and devour two full flakes of hay. And then we do the same thing at night. Otherwise, they're out 24-7. Very good. Well, it gives them a little time away from each other, too. We do that with, uh, with our two. They, they need their hour or two. So mainly, in, in our case, Beaker needs to be away from the child, the <laughs> pony, who keeps yeah. bugging him. So that's, that's mainly the case in, in ours. But, uh, well, good. I'm glad that we're, that's working out so far. Yep. Yay. Yep. We're very happy. Very happy. The fact that you found another horse in this entire country that looks like Brody's a miracle. And then you end up, I mean, what a coincidence. Well, the fact that he's just so well behaved and perfectly suited for Buck is like, you know, really ideal. Um, I don't know if some, some listeners may or may not know this, but um, Buck was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis uh, about 10 years ago. No, maybe longer than that. Um 12, 13 years ago. So he, um, his right foot, he has what's called foot drop. So he, the nerves are damaged um, between his brain and his foot. So he can't control, he can't lift his foot. And so he wears a brace when he walks. Um, obviously what's that he makes do when ride. he rides. That's, well, he, he had given up riding. Because his daughter, I, and we should say too, that his daughters ride. I mean, it's a riding family. Both of his yes. daughters ride. Um, one of his daughters is a hunter-jumper trainer, and the other um, just recently moved up here. She's getting back into riding in the hunter and Eck ring. And he had horses of his own growing up. So he hasn't been in the tack in quite a long time, and it, since, at least since he's been diagnosed with MS. So, of course, then he meets me. <laughs> and I'm like, who cares if your body doesn't work like everybody else's? Get on, you know, get in the saddle. So he's ridden Brody a number of times, both with and without his brace. And the brace is pretty rigid, and it, it goes under his foot. 
and up his calf. Um, so it keeps it actually keeps his foot at a ninety degree, degree angle. It keeps it parallel to the ground, um, which is good when you're in the saddle and bad when you're in the saddle. So we're going to play around with what he needs in and out of the tack. You know, um, does he need the brace or not need the brace? But we know for sure that he needs a you know a quiet mount who knows his job. <laughs> well, someday he's going to be driving like me. Oh, I, I, he, he can, um, so far he's done walk trot very well. He can post, he's a good rider. He's one of those people who just like gets in the tack and you're like, damn, <laughs> you just naturally good up there. Um, so it's really just a matter of working around, um, his particular foot issue, which I really don't think is going to be a problem. This week's Spotlight product from EasySignsOnline.com is their Outdoor Silhouette Cutouts. Made from a long-term outdoor durable vinyl aluminum material, these cutouts will outlast the old-style painted wood ones by many, many years. A great way to add an equestrian image to your barn, horse stalls, mailboxes, houses, or campers. Choose from dozens of equestrian or animal graphics online, available in two different sizes starting at only $59.95. And remember, free shipping on most orders over $100, all at EasySignsOnline.com. Get your silhouette cut out today. Well, coming up as our first guest today, I had a chance to get an interview yesterday with a gentleman by the name of Jim Hutchinson, who is the founder of the American Horsewoman's Challenge. And it's a new competition that's coming this year in another uh, month or two. And we happen to know a lot of the people that the women that are involved in this challenge have been guests on past programs. So it's going to be exciting to follow it uh, as it happens. And we're going to get a couple of guests on over the next couple of weeks, the women that are partaking in this. Mm -hmm. uh, And we're going to talk to them. But uh, right now we're going to hear from the founder and find out all about the American Horsewoman's Challenge. Hi, Hutch. How are you doing today? Great. How are you, Glenn? Good. Terrific. It's good to have you on. I'm excited about the event you have coming up called the American Horsewoman's Challenge. So tell us about that. What is it? Well, you know, it, it, it came to me based on a, uh, a, a challenge that a friend of mine uh, gave me. Um, we were talking about different horse competitions, and he said, you know, I'd really like to see what somebody can do with a horse in 12 months. And so... Of course, I woke up in the middle of the night and couldn't fall back asleep. I started thinking about this. And, uh, you know, my business, uh, my day-to-day business, I do training and lessons and that sort of thing. And, you know, I always joke with people saying that my customers are 12-year-old girls and 45-plus-year-old women. Well, so I knew who my target audience was, and I knew that 85% of the um, horse owners in the United States are women. And so it just kind of made sense to me that, this has got to be a competition about women and for women. Well, you know, and uh, some of the other uh, competitions, you know, with uh, cult starting and things like that uh, are predominantly men. So you're right about that. It's been in the past, Road to the Horse and a couple of the others have been predominantly men. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the important thing for me, too, was that as I look at, you know, the, the market that I, um, I service, those people are, you know, they want to go out and they want to do a little dressage because they like the equitation. Um, they love the connection that comes with liberty. And they like to go out and, you know, do some trail rides, do some obstacles, move some cows around. 
kind of a ranch and trail versatility. And so I said, well, that's what I want this competition to be. So in those three areas, ranch and trail versatility, cowboy dressage, and liberty, that's where the uh, competitors are going to compete. Uh, Because what I'm looking for is who's the best all-purpose horse trainer in North America. So what's going to happen? How does it work? Well, originally, uh, back in February when we announced it, um, they had a few months to get their act together. Uh, They had to submit a video, a 15-minute video, of them doing specific tasks that we asked for in those three areas of uh, uh, discipline that that, uh, I mentioned earlier. And uh, so they submitted those uh, along with some letters of reference, etc., and um, I shared those with uh, 10 judges across the country. Each competitor was judged by two judges, and uh, their scores were sent back here to the main office in Seattle. Uh, we totaled them up and then picked the, um, the uh, top 40 women who uh, uh, were in the co- to be in the competition. Okay, so do they? How does it work competition-wise? Do they bring their own horses? Do they get horses there? Does it, you know, does it work like Road to the Horse or Mustang Makeover? How does it work? They get to bring their own horse, so they have to choose a horse that's between three and six years old, and has no more than ten rides on it. So they don't have to start the horse, and I didn't want to have that because you know I, I wanted this to be a broad age range. And so my oldest competitor is uh, 68. (laughs) My youngest is 19. I don't expect a 68-year-old to get up on a young rank horse and start it. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Well, it could be an exciting competition. (laughs) 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 Sure would be. (laughs) Well, you never know what's going to happen the day of when they ask the horse to do something. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We may see that yet. Uh, Hopefully not. But anyway, so, um, so they get to pick their horse, and then they've got six months to train that horse in those three disciplines that we talked about. Which they're doing right now, right? Which they're doing right now, okay. Absolutely, that's what they're doing right now. And so they've been in the uh, training now for for many months, um, and they're getting ready. The competition is when? October 3rd through 5th in Guthrie, Oklahoma, just outside of Oklahoma City at the Lazy E Arena. Okay, so they're going to be, so they're, they're training these horses up, and there's 40 of them, that's a lot. Uh, so, and they're going to be coming in for this weekend, and w- they'll be doing the competitions that you, you mentioned? Um, yes, the way we've set it up, the first day is going to be uh, the Liberty Day. Uh, and um, so they'll compete on Friday in Liberty. Um, we're going to have, um, we'll also have a, a, a demonstration there. Um, at midday, and then on um, Friday, or I'm sorry, on Saturday, uh, is going to be the cowboy dressage. And so um, we'll do cowboy dressage um, starting at 9 o'clock in the morning, and we'll take a break around lunchtime, and then um, Eitan Beth Halachmi uh, is going to be giving a, a demo and kind of workshop, uh, and then we finish up the day. And then on Sunday, we'll do the Extreme Cowboy Race, and uh, Craig Cameron is going to host that, if you've ever seen him. Oh, that'd be fun, yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. (laughs) And so, and then following that, we total up everybody's scores, uh, and then the top ten are selected to do a freestyle 
um, co- uh, demonstration. Uh, we're putting very few limits on it. It's more about, you know, show us what you can do and entertain the crowd. Uh, and it's kind of like dancing with the stars. We have, um, we'll have four celebrity uh, clinicians there who will, um, uh, once the competitor is done, they have to come over in front of the judges and the judges will critique them live. The audience will get their say. Uh, and then they get a score from one to 10. And so of those top 10, you know, whoever obviously does best in the freestyle uh, wins the competition. You got some real names coming in here, too. I noticed that uh, not competing, but joining you there, you, you have on the website Julie Goodnight, Linda Pirelli, uh, as you said, Craig Cameron. Uh, you know, Obi Shalom is one of the competitors. Shalom is one of the competitors, and she was a competitor for Road to the Horse, right? One of the only oh, females. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and you know, Mary Kitzmiller, she is, uh, she's back in the wild card for the Road to the Horse yep. in 2015. Um, she's the only woman. So, you know, I'm rooting for her to kick some butt. Yeah, and she's going to be there competing. Mary's a good friend of the Horse Radio Network. We love Mary. And Mary Miller-Jordan also, for that matter. We've uh, talked to her many, many times. Uh, yep. but, you know, you have some great competitors. You have some fun people coming to join, uh, you know, to join you for the weekend. Uh, Julie Goodnight was one of our first guests ever here on the Horse Radio Network six years really? ago. Yeah, she has been with us off and on for six years as a guest. And anytime we call, she, she joins us. We love her. Linda Pirelli yeah. was just on the Dressage Radio Show a couple uh, weeks ago so uh, because she's really yeah i mean she's really focusing on dressage and and, uh i think it sounds like a fun weekend oklahoma is a great place to do it oh absolutely Uh, you know when i uh first started doing this and was trying to decide where to put it you know my advisory board said you know you gotta you gotta be somewhere in oklahoma arkansas texas that area um suggested the lazy e as a uh, one of the options, and it just it's it's perfect. It's a wonderful location. It's easy to get to for all the competitors. Um, and um, I, I mean, I'm really looking forward to it. Tell us a little bit about the Lazy E. Um, well, it's uh, it's been around for quite a while. They got new ownership in the last year or two. Uh, they've done a lot uh, to fix it up um, and make a new commitment to it because they have. Uh, you know, uh, I guess, apparently they had a kind of an absentee owner for quite a while, um, and now the new owner's taking a much more active role. Uh, it's uh, it's a big arena. It's huge. We aren't going to need all of it. So um, I was going to say it it's it's big. it's like big big arena. <laughs> it's, oh oh yeah yeah. yeah. It's uh, we'll use part of it for our warm up area and also part of it uh, as part of the show exhibition. So. You know, in addition to coming for the fun competition and, uh, you know, the, clin- the clinician demos and workshops, uh, you also can shop till you drop. <laughs> oh, so you will have shopping there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. And the barns are real nice there, too, from what I've heard. Um, so, you know, it would be g- great for the competitors as well. Uh, their arena is 440 feet by 160 feet. So that's everybody's dream right there. (laughs) (laughs) It sure is. I mean, it's going to be great for the opening ceremonies. Uh, Yeah, I forgot to mention, on on Friday night, we'll actually have opening ceremonies, um, and it'll be featuring, you know, the parade of uh, the competitors, but also we're going to have a variety of different uh, acts, um, you know, Western uh, and uh, English uh, equestrian acts. uh, And... um, do we know any? Do you know who? Do you, can you be ma- there to um, to sing? 
Good um, Temple, Templeton's going to be there. Yeah. Yay! We, uh, uh, the, we're, on Friday night, we'll do the opening ceremonies first, and then after that, we're opening up the um, all the gates and asking and inviting all the competitors, and or not the competitors, but all the people in the stands to come on down and mix with the competitors and the celebrities, and we're having what we call a boot-scoot social. And it's just a kind of informal evening of a little dancing to the music if you want to, getting autographs, having a beer, just enjoying the evening. And that's, I mean, that's really the kind of um, focus that this competition I originally intended, but also, you know, becomes very apparent. Um, A lot of these competitors, they know each other. They've been competing against each other for a long time. They help each other. They're going over to each other's places and practicing together. And it's, you know, it's such a wonderful atmosphere and a sense of cooperation and so we want to share that with also with the crowd and the fans that um you know have them come on down and and meet everybody you have a wide by the way uh we love the fact that you're going to have tempe there anytime anytime we can see tempe sing it's uh great for it's great for everybody um, the uh, I was looking at the competitor list, and you have a wide variety of competitors from dressage trainers to Western trainers to uh, to to you know baby breakers to uh, just a little bit of everything in here. <laughs> English Western, it you know. Yep, and, and that's and that's exactly what I wanted. Um, I, I I want this to reflect the 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 horse and the horse industry not just a particular discipline not just a particular um you know type of competition um we um uh and and it became apparent very early on because so many people came to me and said hutch this is a fabulous idea uh from all kinds of different um disciplines and i even got calls from europe saying so can you bring it over here? And it's like, well, <laughs> well let's uh, get it done let's, here let's first. One, under yeah. the belt. <laughs> <laughs> let's do one at a time here, people. <laughs> now it looks like I was checking out the, the competitors and it, yeah. uh, there's a girl by the name of Danielle Gabri and, uh, she lives in up in the Northeast, I believe. And, uh, it looks like she's riding a draft horse. I mean, it is huge. She's been blogging, by the way. You can see, you can go to horsewomanschallenge.com and go under the uh, uh, the finals event, the competitors, check out the list of competitors. And she's been blogging and doing some blogs along the way. And boy, she's got one huge horse. Me and that thing's big. Oh. Or she's tiny. I, I'm, I'm not sure which. It because it's going to be so, it's going to be such broad, everything from you know, Mustangs off the range to, like you said, a great big, huge draft horse. Yeah, and that's what's making this kind of unique, too, because, you know, like with uh, Extreme Mustang Makeover, obviously it's Mustangs. Uh, With Road to the Horse, it's quarter horses off a ranch in Texas. And here, it could be a little bit of everything, right? Yeah. I I mean, I... And it becomes really about, not so much about the horse, um, but about the trainer and their ability to train that horse. Um... So, you know, we're not looking for, uh, you know, beauty precision uh, that you might say in a, a high-end uh, dressage competition. We're looking for can the horse do the moves willingly and, you know, and, and, uh, um, and have a good relationship with the trainer. Well, very good. So how, how, if people want to come, uh, what do they do? 
Um, well, the easiest thing to do is go to Ticketmaster and type in American Horsewoman's Challenge, and you can either get tickets, um, you know, they're very unpriced where you're sitting, but um, you can um, get tickets uh, for a single event uh, for the opening ceremonies, or the best deal is just to buy the whole weekend package, and then you get all four events, which includes the opening ceremonies, all for one ticket price. Yeah, okay, very good. And, and uh, they can find the prices uh, right at Ticketmaster? Um, yes. Okay. Yep. Uh, what they can do is go in and they just uh, note um, there's a map there, and all they have to do is start looking at the map and clicking on sections where they'd like to sit, and then it'll tell them what the ticket prices are and what's available and that sort of thing. We also do have uh, special discounts and things for groups of 20 or more. So, you know, if you're a you know, pony club or 4-H'er or rodeo or association or whatever, um, or just, you know, a group of horse folks that get together, uh, if you um, get 20 people together, you get a discount, plus you get a free ticket for organizing it. And the website is horsewomanschallenge.com. That's women's, women's W-O-M-A-N-S, horsewomanschallenge.com. Women's Challenge.com. I keep wanting to make that an ENS, and you know when I say it, but <laughs> yeah, I I, but it's horse. You can Google it too. You can just Google American Horsemen's Horsewoman's Challenge, and you'll find it uh, on Google. It'll just pop up, and all the details and information are there, and yep. all the competitors there. Uh, over the next couple of weeks leading up to the event, we're going to be talking to a number of the competitors and uh, uh, chatting with them a little bit. So I think that's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of them are regulars on the shows anyway, and and we love them. So we're going to be hearing all about them and their horses and uh, what they're looking forward to heading into Oklahoma. I assume there's a little bit of prize money involved as well. Oh, there's uh, a little bit. Yeah, I thought. I thought there <laughs> might be. Share, they're going to share $28,000. Yeah, that always is an incentive to show uh, up. And then some of our <laughs> um, some of our sponsors, our key sponsors, like uh, Tartar Farm and Equipment, yeah. um, they're putting up some uh, additional prizes. They've got uh, a big... Um, uh, hay feeder that they're giving away to the uh, champion, and then uh, another stand and watering stand they're giving away for uh, the um, reserve champion. Uh, and so um, the uh, there'll be a few other little bennies that they get uh, in addition to just winning the winning the cash. Very good. Well, thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate you being on. And again, it's uh, you want to check it out. It's the American Horsewoman's Challenge. Hi, Fiona Crawford here, and I'm an official Horse Radio Network auditor. I'm a horse photographer based in the UK, and when I'm editing my images, I listen to the vast selection of great programs provided by the Horse Radio Network. Both informative and really entertaining, I think it's worth a few dollars or pounds of anyone's money. Just go to horseradionetwork.com and click on the banner. And for as little as a dollar a month, you too could become an official Horse Radio Network auditor. Well, I think you should be involved in it next year. You can train yourself up a horse and go to the American Horsewoman's Challenge. You can I represent can Horse Radio Network. I can do that. Do it. Do I get like, you know, gear and stuff? I, I will gear? Get, yeah, we'll have to get your branded gear. You can win like twenty grand. I, yeah, mean, I could use twenty grand. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we'll have to find your horse first. I guess that'll be. The... Why can't I use Brody? Uh, you, it has to be a, a horse that's fairly new to the training game. 
like oh right yeah so we'll have to get you well he's new to (laughs) (laughs) training we start over every time i give him a month off there you go start over seriously that's funny (laughs) yeah yeah it's funny all right let's go after this break from our sponsors let's let's go into the world of fantasy Let's make believe we played and actually won the lottery. I played the lottery all the time, but I never win. So let's make believe we actually played and won the lottery and that we're looking for a new horse property to live on. And where do we go to do that? We go with Heather Fogarty of HorsePropertiesInternational.com. And uh, so let's go into fantasy world, Helena. Okay, I'm ready. Who's driving? (laughs) Well, hi, Heather. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, thank you for having me. Uh, now, tell us about HorsePropertiesInternational.com. What is it? It is a virtual hub for buying and selling horse properties. And it's beautiful, by the way. Great website. Um, and and uh, we, I've been, we, Helena and I have been looking around on there, just picking out the places we'd buy if we won the lottery. Yes, there are several. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we could have a couple. If we won the lottery, you'd have to have a West Coast, a South, maybe a Northeast. You know, you could get one in each place. Oh, yeah. One of everything. One of everything. But I'll tell you what, uh, when when you take a look here, so you're taking all the properties where from the United States, from the whole world, what? We are worldwide. So um, uh, anyone who has a property for sale, a horse property, um, is welcome to add their property to the site. It was kind of, the idea was born from my frustration. I'm, I'm a horse person first and a realtor second. And it's really frustrating trying to find horse property on your local MLS. Most MLS systems do not have fields such as the number of stalls, um, you know, pastures, paddocks. Uh, amenities that really pertain to horses, the, much the same way that you would search for a home, like bedrooms, bathrooms. So I decided there had to be a better way. And our website allows you to post and search via horse-specific amenities. So um, I love that part. It, yeah, you know, it, it makes it easy for a horse person to find, you know, let's say if they have to have a 10 stall barn minimum, rather than their agent going through the MLS and, you know, finding 50 properties and they, they don't even know how many stalls. It, maybe it even just all it says is horse property and typical of um, the MLS, it has most house pictures and maybe, you know, one of the barn. So ours tries to really cater to the horse person and uh, people, you know, really are liking it. Has it been adopted well by the realtors? Are they are more and more of them contacting you to, to get it in? Yes, yeah. they are. In fact, um, we have several realtors that are horse property specialists that um, really have quite a large volume and uh, other realtors who just continue to use us as they get horse properties. You know, maybe they're not a specialist, but they live in an area where they have a few now and then, and they always come back. So... It's uh, it's been very well received. So, how often do you? Um, how often does a, an actual property get sold by being found from your website? I mean, um, obviously, you have a very unique niche market because you've got some, right. some seriously huge 
and expensive properties here. Um, how often does that happen when you actually connect a buyer with a property here? Well, it, it happens quite a bit. Unfortunately, because they are not our listings, we we don't we can't have exact data on it. But I get many emails from realtors. Just got one um, from a gal out of New York saying, "Oh my gosh, thank you so much! I sold my property from your website, and actually she had multiple offers from our website." So you know, of course, we love to hear that. Can you so guys getting... just keep talking? Because I'm looking through the listings here and I'm, busy. <laughs> I'm kind of preoccupied. I found a log cabin one in California that's just out of this world. Do you get to go, <laughs> Heather? Do you uh, do you or does anyone from the staff of of Horse Properties International go out to these properties and get to take a look at them? Like, you know, who writes the copy for this stuff? Obviously, and, you can. And if you do, Helene and I want to volunteer for yeah, that yeah, job. Yeah, do you have any openings? <laughs> Open. Yeah, can we uh, get a job doing that? <laughs> yeah, how do you get that firsthand feel for these places? <laughs> well, so some of the ones in California, uh, you know, locally here, I have visited. But the platform that, that we have put on Horse Properties International is one where, as a realtor, you get to put all of your own branding and, you know, your picture as well as your company logo uh, because obviously, you know, we wanted to make it friendly for realtors, which is the bulk of listings, although we have some for sale by owner as well. Um, so we don't visit all of them and realtors get to put their own copy. And, um, I also have helped many realtors who aren't really horse people who have asked for my help. You know, they say, I've got this horse property. I don't really do horse property. You know, can I send you some pictures? What, what, how can, can you help me? You know, how, how can I present this to horse people? And then I help them, you know, to write their copy for, um, for the website. And, and, you know, I've even had realtors who, you know, they've had, uh, let's say an equisizer and they don't know what it is. You know, well, I've got a picture of this. What, you know, can you help me? What, what is that? What would be the best way to represent that? So I help um, people, uh, you know, for the premium properties, we have meta tags and meta keywords, and I help them fill that in or, or even do it for them. And we also actually provide, if people want us to load their whole property for them, we can do that. Well, and you had a couple that uh, you brought to the table here and wanted to talk about. Uh, one of them, okay, now keep in mind that we've all won the lottery before we talk about this particular place. Right. Uh, so, so that's the first thing you have to keep in mind. Let's talk about, uh, well, let's talk first about Crooked Willow Equestrian Ranch. Oh, oh. this is in, Col both of these are in Colorado, by the way. Mm, this yeah. one is unbelievable. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tell yes. us about that property. I, I just so it's it's beautiful. It um, is owned by uh, people that have done the hunter jumper circuit, and um, it's it's for sale now. So they have used it for breeding, um, for uh, their show horses, and uh, I mean it's gorgeous. It, if uh, if you go to the website, you'll find it under Colorado. And it's and called it's 90 Crooked acres. It's, so it's yeah. 90 acres, plenty of room for plenty of horses. Exactly. Exactly. It, it, it yeah, probably no, has no. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine round pens. It has arenas. It has barns. It has indoor. That's enormous. 
Um, it just isn't incredible. And then there's the mountain views. <laughs> so what? Just, Don't forget. The mountain views. It has two houses on the property. And oh, by the way, it is only $7.5 million. So it's a bargain. <laughs> Only, only. Well, you know, if we win the lottery, though, Helena, this will be our West Coast place for when we go visit the mountains. Well, Midwest. Well, what's what's Colorado considered? I consider that West Coast, wouldn't you? Yeah. I, no, it's, coast it's closer to the West Coast, definitely. Yeah. Um, okay. well, we'll call it West yes, Coast. It would be. We can have one in the middle too, if you want. But uh, this could be our I, Western facility. Yes. Yes. Well, and I think it would be the perfect hub to interview all of your radio. Personality. Yeah, I think they'd all love to come out and visit there. Exactly. <laughs> Bring your horse. We have room. Exactly. Oh, what a beautiful yes, place. And this facility also has a unique feature. I believe they um, uh, rent part of it out for events, weddings and such. Yes. A lot of yeah. events every year, I think. Yeah. I, it yeah. has a ballroom. I mean. it's Yes. It's yeah. a storybook property, really, for the horse person. <sighs> And then there's, and, and then, you know, then there's a place that makes that one look silly. And that is Peace Ranch. And, and you know, just the name, Peace Ranch. It's in Colorado. It's named Peace Ranch. It's, in, it's near uh, Aspen. Ugh. Exactly. Ugh. Yes. It, this is a phenomenal property. It's over 600 acres, surrounded by thousands of acres of uh, forest land. And this property actually has a 35,000 square foot indoor arena. I mean, the <laughs> amenities here are phenomenal. Five different houses, um, stocked trout ponds, and it has a virtual tour that is just eye candy for the horse person. Ugh, this place is incredible. I'm, I'm just scrolling through the pictures. The back deck of the house, the views of the mountains are unbelievable. Only You only get that in Colorado. Uh, exactly. In, in the United States, anyway. The barn. Well, Helena, you think you could handle the barn with, uh, with all of the beautiful wood stalls that you have to polish? Just like myopia days when you had to polish the wood. <laughs> oh Remember <God>. that? <laughs> yeah, the buckets and the scrubbing and the polishing. <laughs> I, it was worth it, though, because when you were done, you would just stand back and go, oh, my God, this is beautiful. And then you would eat your dinner there. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You're not going to have to worry about polishing the wood walls because if you can afford the seven, the $49.5 million price tag, you can have people to polish walls for you. Yes, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you won't be polishing the walls. Whoa, that's, that's one piece of property. Do you know who owned it before? Do we know? I do not, uh, although I will say that they interview the, the owner in their virtual tour, so it's kind of fun to look at. And it's going up for auction, which means we could probably get it for about twelve bucks, Helena. I'm sure. Uh, twelve fifty. Yeah, <laughs> no problem. It depends on who you're bidding against. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> I would, and I would have to save up for that. <laughs> <laughs> now we do want to say there are other properties on here that are not forty-nine million dollars. We have. I'm looking at ones here that are two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand. I'm actually in Florida now, looking around, and I found a couple oh. that I really like. Uh, but unfortunately, the ones I found that I really like are six million dollars. But there are uh, there. Here's a beautiful one for two hundred forty-nine thousand in Austin, Florida. I mean, there are some some ordinary quote unquote properties here too. There, there's even one there in Rhode are. Island. Wow. 
Well, the, the website, if you want to go kill a couple hours yourself, is horsepropertiesinternational.com. If you're thinking about moving then you and want a little horse property or a big horse property, then this is the place you need to go first. Horsepropertiesinternational.com. This Tack and Habit segment is brought to you by RidingWarehouse.com. Well, this week's Tack and Habit is a recording that I managed to do at Ada. We'll have several of those coming up in the weeks ahead. And Helena, you're going to love this company. They won the Best Booth Award this year because uh, they had the cutest booth. And I'll, I'll post a picture of it on our Stable Scoop page as well. Have you ever heard of the Willie Bakery? Yes. Willie Muffins. Yes. Well, Willie Muffins Bakery had the cutest booth, and they have some new products. And we got to talk to the, to the lovely ladies from Willie Bakery. Well, hi, Linda. Welcome to the show. Hi, Glenn. Thank you very much for having me here. Uh, I had to because you <laughs> fed me cookies. And That's how, how would I not have you on the show? You were feeding us the best cookies oh, in the entire building. What was that, that flavor that you made? What were they? Oh, uh, caramel apple and peanut butter. Oh, <gasps> so, good. so good. That was the point to get on the show. Now, they were people cookies. <laughs> we're going to be talking about horse cookies That's here, but you, you made yes. people cookies to yes. bribe people with. And it worked. <laughs> so. Thank you. I did my job. Yes, you did. Now, tell us a little bit about the company, because to be honest, I've heard about it sort of, and I think that that's a lot of the case with a lot of people. Okay. You want a little history on the yeah, company? Yeah, a little okay. history about Willie Bakery. Okay. I retired from my real job. Which was? I was registered nurse, 25 years. Oh, wow. And Thank at, you for doing that, by the way. <laughs> you are very welcome. 25 years is a long time to make it as a registered nurse. <laughs> so then it just uh, happened that my son married at the very same time I retired, and he married an equestrian girl. Oh, he married a horse girl. Yes, uh, he became a horse husband. Yes, he was a horse yeah, husband. Yeah, he learned all about that. So... She it's a graduated. bit of a nightmare. I know I started it 25 years ago. I did the hey, same hey, thing. Hey, I hey, mean, hey. it was a wonderful experience. It, right here. He's having a wonderful experience, and he's giving me grandchildren. So what more How long there? have they been married? They've been married 13 years. Oh, well, then they're okay. Yeah, they're past <laughs> they're that uh, time when he goes, I'm sick of the horses, and I'm sick <laughs> of you. <laughs> so she opened an equestrian store. We didn't know what that was, but we wanted to participate. So... We started coming to the trade shows, and I saw there was a way I could be entertained by making something and having a booth. So she helped me create a recipe. And 11 years later, I am 12 flavors and a Christmas line, and we love it. I go to work every day, so I am now... Not retired. <laughs> you unretired. So it is. Unretired. So you have been around for 11 years? Doing 11 this? years. Oh, yes. wow. Well, yeah. I started in her store. Right. 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 Now, when I first became familiar with Willie Bakery, it was the cookies that came in a little cardboard box. It looked like a, a miniature box of cereal, the, yes. the shape of the box. But I see that now you have branched out into all sorts of different shapes and flavors and stuff. We do because I can't sit still and I love to put bows on things <laughs> and make them very boutique like. Got it. So uh, a bow can sell an item very well. Yes, and that's true. the proper packaging can sell an item very well, and particularly when it tastes very good. They smell delicious. Now, we have not taste tested them yet. What makes a Willie Bakery product different than all the other you know, horse treats out there? Gingerbread. I'm it's baked you. in a real bakery in a real bakery oven. 
In your kitchen. And in your kitchen? No, oh, in okay. a bakery. Oh, right. Oh, really? Yeah. I got uh, got to where I had to buy a building. I had to buy a industrial oven. Oh, wow. I had to buy industrial equipment, and I had to keep up with production. Therefore, I had to do all the things big companies do. Although I started in the kitchen mm-hmm. with an ice cream scoop. Oh wow! Now it's uh, it's a manufacturing building, and we now you have two ice cream scoops. Uh, yes, well, <laughs> <laughs> yes, one for each of the girls. Okay. <laughs> you had also. I want to talk more about the products, but okay. I have to congratulate you on thank you having what we're what at the Horse Radio Network. I don't know about the the show one, but here at the Horse Radio Network, we're giving you the best booth award. It was we adorable. always do that. You had the you, most kind. adorable booth, <laughs> and you had all of this like uh, 50s furniture yes. and the whole thing was just done perfectly by Thank the you. way. Well make sure we get a picture right of it. Right out of post, Mel's well, need, Make sure you get a <laughs> yes. picture of it and post yes. it on our we'll have to Facebook take a picture. page. It's, ador- it's got the old mixer. Yeah and, just yeah. it really was out of Mel's diner actually. Yeah it kind of was. <laughs> I knew Mel. <laughs> now tell us you, you I, I'm looking at soft biscuits I'm looking at I'm looking uh, at a you at a you yeah a horseshoe yeah a horseshoe a horseshoe big cookie yeah and <laughs> you you do all different kinds of cookies and biscuits and different things and then you have the one for Christmas coming up I do um, mostly what I went with was what the horse riders told me they wanted okay um I went with the flavors that the horses liked, and we attempted to perfect that. It's at 12 flavors. I need to stop there. I, I yes. don't want to do Dozen's more. Dozen's plenty. Dozen yeah. is good. I, we don't want to spoil our horses. I know, I do now. not. And I went with the soft biscuit because I was asked, do something for an older horse or do something we can push a pill into. Right. So I went with that. And then they wanted something that they could put in their pockets and not get Yeah, this isn't gummy. very crumbly. It's, it's soft, but it's not crumbly. So one day we played around with a big sheet tray. We uh, baked it. We pulled it out. We cut it. We had my husband buy a industrial size meat slicer, and we said slice it up, and therefore we have biscotti. Ah, okay. That's where the I uh, gotcha. That's where the biscottis come from, which right. is sort of the the going to be the Christmas one. That's for the this crispy. Year. Yes. Yeah. Oh, there's little kernels in there. Oh, look at the little oats and and nuts and now, stuff. You know what? We're finding more and more horses nowadays are liking beer. Are you going to do an alcohol line like uh, you know <laughs> bourbon infused and? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a special Horse Radio Network flavor. Yes, available it could be. that would be bourbon. Yeah, yeah. okay. It's, All right. only, it's only available during the Hines of March. And now Kentucky is big on bourbon, you right, know, so right. that may increase my sales there. And yes. you're out of Tennessee. You're I'm close. In Tennessee. Yeah, I'm close to Kentucky. So we're, what we're a part of Tennessee? Right outside of Knoxville, in the little town where you're in I Eastern grew Tennessee, up. which yes. and I knew that's where you grew up because that's where the accent is. It's oh, gosh. beautiful! It's it beautiful. is. I love the Eastern Tennessee, yes. Eastern Kentucky. Accent. I bought the building in the town I grew up in, and it was uh, a, a building that used to house a dry cleaning business. Oh, wow. And when I was six years old, I would walk back and forth from home to school right past that building that I now own. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. Isn't that neat? Are the racks still there? Do you put the cookies on the dry cleaning racks and send them around? <laughs> Actually, no. It's an FDA spec building. I bought it from a man who thought he needed to do beef jerky for a living and bombed 
Didn't work out, huh? Didn't work out. Um, like we need more beef jerky. Right. So I bought his building for a song. He needed out. I needed in. Well, that's terrific. Wow, that just was worked out beautifully. Yeah. And you and you brought a small business to your local town. I did, which is really cool I too. Did. Yeah. So now, uh, where can people find all of the Willie Bakery products? Well, I've got tax stores, uh, feed and seed, um, in about 40 states, a few places in Canada. I used to list on the website the stores, but now so many of the stores have their own sites, and you could probably just Google those yep, sorts yep. of things. Um, and if you can't, if you can't find it at your store, I have a lot of people who will go to my website in order, or they just call me, and we send it out to them. So, and what's your website? Uh, www.willybakery, W-I-L-L-I-E, bakery.com. Willybakery.com, and of course you're on Facebook as well, right? Yes, we are, okay. and you can, you can come and see us, or you can reach us by phone, fax, email, any way you can find anybody now. Very good. Willie Bakery, thank you for stopping by. We appreciate it, Linda. Thank you so much. This Tack and Habit segment was brought to you by RidingWarehouse.com, your one-stop online tack shop. A huge selection of your favorite products and brands, but also including really unique and hard-to-find items like knee patch and full-seat riding jeans with cargo pockets rigging converters, and a wide variety of bitless bridles. Listeners of the Horse Radio Network can use the coupon code RADIO for 15% off their order this month only, plus free shipping over $50 or $5 for second day air, and a return policy like no other in the business, and that is free returns for one year both ways. You can find it all at ridingwarehouse.com. Give them a chance and save 15%. Use the coupon on code radio at checkout. Well, the Willie Bakery people were kind enough to send some muffins home. So with us, so we uh, Beaker and Scooter got to try them, and they loved them. They love Willie Bakery muffins. I had never tried them before. The Willie Bakery stuff. You mean you've never given them to your horses before? Yes, that's correct. Yes, <laughs> but I've tried them. <laughs> they uh, they're chewy, so the horses make funny faces when they're eating them. They go, you know, they're really chewy, and they just loved them. They 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 ate them up, like the Willie Bakery muffins, and they look like little muffins. They do. They're well made, and they're don't they have like really good healthy ingredients? Too? Yes. They're yep. Super like good for your horse. You don't have to feel all guilty and stuff. Oh, I never feel guilty. Scooter loves sugary molasses stuff. It's like giving him candy. Loves it. Yeah. So I guess, <laughs> I guess if, um, well, I guess it's better than Fritos, which my horse gets occasionally. Oh, really? Oh, you know what? When you have 11 and a half year olds, and they uh, come to the house, your horse eats and everything. Like, you're, and you're just like, yeah, you can go put Twinkle in the horse's mane. And then you hear these bags crinkling and you're like, why are the chocolate chip cookies gone? Where are the Fritos? Where's the this? Where's the that? And then you go out to the barn and you see like watermelon rinds all over there, Frito crunchies. <laughs> I can't believe I, the number of people we've talked about this before that give their horses on the way back from competitions. They always stop at like McDonald's and they and their horses eat hamburgers. It's no, like, that's gross. That I know. It's what the. That I would never do. <laughs> 
It has to be chips. a grain-based product. Chips. A lot of horses will eat chips. Uh, chips, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Well, I, I, I'm a fan of the banana raisin willy muffins, which I know bananas are a big, big plus in horses' lives. They love mm-hmm. bananas. My horse likes bananas. So banana raisins is pretty good. Like, this is all really good stuff. It's not Frito stuff. You know? Right. Well, barn biscotti, but, you know, it's, it's horse treats. Yep, and they are a cool company. They're a really neat company. She, she, as she said, she started baking these in her in her kitchen. You know, had to gr- had to grow a little as they were selling more and more of them. But uh, they they have some cool stuff, and they have some cool stuff for coming up for Christmas too. So that's our tack and habit pick of the week is WillieBakery.com. That's W I L L I E Bakery.com. Well, I think that's it for this week. We have uh, killed another hour, and listeners have wasted another completely good hour here with us. <laughs> they're not wasting. Hopefully, they're mucking. Hopefully, they're mucking. Their oh yeah, 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 yeah. So they're. Do you hope they're doing something constructive while they listen to us. Yeah. yeah that's the hope, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we have actually we have a little teaser here for next week because we're bringing something back, aren't we? Yes, um, you know, and I've gotten complaints about this, and we haven't really talked about it, so we probably should. I have, uh, too. Yeah, okay. Yes, um, coming back starting next week is the Chasing a Fox radio show. It's going to be rolled up into Stable Scoop. So once a month, we're going to be offering a Chasing a Fox episode to our Stable Scoop listeners. And if you're a Chasing a Fox fan, well, you better log on to Stable Scoop because this is where you're going to get all the latest on what's happening in the world of fox hunting and fashion. Now, we are not fox hunting experts, although we do fox hunt. Um, We are more fashion experts who fox hunt. Yeah, I guess that's what you could call it. So we'll tell you what to wear out in the hunt field, what to wear at cocktail parties, what to wear at polo matches. We might even tell you what to wear to bed, if you ask. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, it's a super fun look at Fox Hunters and their friends. So is, that's uh, Sissy, your old co-host, going to be uh, joining us? Sister Finn is going to be joining us. She has a brand new horse she's going to be hunting this year, a great big chestnut named Sage, who is described by our huntsman as a grand horse. He's oh, a grand wow. horse. grand horse. And hopefully, if I can get some wheels under my horse, Bertie and I will get out hunting as well. So we're, our fingers are crossed for some transportation, and we'll get out to some meets this fall, and we'll have plenty of firsthand accounts to report back to our fans. If hers is a grand horse, what do they call Brody? A colorful horse. I don't know. We'll have to get at him. <laughs> we'll have to see what the huntsman says. We'll and if to you took them both out, you would have the bookends out there. I riding. don't know that, that uh, Calypso can go out hunting. He, he could probably hilltop, like maybe he could probably do the juniors. Oh, you the backfield, the, yeah. The kids meet where they just kind of do a walk trot hunt. I bet he could do that. We'll have to see. I haven't cantered him yet. If he's got a lot of power left, then maybe he could do an easy, um, you know, he can do a little stint hilltopping. Yeah, Grace could ride along in the back. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Look forward to next week, and we'll make sure to post that on our Facebook page, too, that, about the about chasing a fox. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Make sure we do that. And for details about today's show, go to www.stablescoop.com, where you can find links and photos and more information about today's guest. 
particularly about Willie Bakery, Horse Properties International, and of course, the American Horsewoman's Challenge. We do love your feedback, so please get in touch with us. Send us email, find us on Facebook, send us messages. Uh, just search for Stable Scoop on both Facebook and if you're looking for us on Twitter, we, you can use um, the horse radio ID. And, of course, you can find us on your phone, just Android or, or um, iOS. You can just search for Horse Radio Network, and you can, you can find us there. Now, one thing I wanted to point out, that I got a little uh, tech tip for everybody real quick here. I, I got a couple, a couple emails from listeners of ours, actually, who think I know everything about everything because my name is The Geek, you know? So <laughs> they wrote to me and saying, and this is a big problem that's happening now, Facebook went to automatically playing videos, you know, so yeah. when you're scrolling by, well, yeah. what, what's happened now is people on their phones are scrolling through and the videos are starting and it's using up their bandwidth and they're going over their bandwidth allotment for the month because of yeah. Facebook. And yeah. the you can very quickly and easily, there's a setting in your settings, just open up Facebook on your phone, go into the settings, there's a, there's a place in there for you to turn the automatic play off. And that's how you solve that problem. So I turned it off on my computer and on my phone. Yeah. But yeah, be aware that that's going to run up your bandwidth, and some people were were bumping right up against their limits. So uh, be aware of that, and you want to turn off that automatic play feature, which I hate anyway. Um, turn it off on Facebook. Something just to keep in mind. Yep. That's it for this week, Helena. That is plenty. However, there will be more next week. Until then, happy scooping. <laughs>